Welcome to our continuing coverage of Town Meeting 2020. Today we are with Joe Duncan. He is the general manager of the Champlain Water District and there's a bond that's gonna be on the ballot in most of the communities and Joe's here to tell us all about it. It's about a three and a half million dollar bond. That is correct, yes it is. Welcome, thanks so much for coming. Hey, thanks for having us, we really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, it's great to have you. We, you know, every once in a while, it's good to touch base with the water district because, you know, as we were just talking about, it's something you take for granted until the system Something breaks. Yes. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Now, um, you're not, just to clarify, the Champlain Water District does not serve the city of Burlington. That is correct. We do not serve the city of Burlington, and uh, we also don't serve a portion of, of Colchester in the Mallets Bay area, which actually gets their water from the city of Burlington. So, but you are a wholesaler to the other communities, is that right? Correct. Yep. From Shelburne out to uh, the village of Jericho up to Milton. So... All right, and then every once in a while you need to upgrade the infrastructure. Yes. So what's on the ballot this year? So on the ballot this year are two articles. It's one article with two items for a total of three and a half million. And what we try and do is historically, if you, if you look, it seems like every four years we seem to be coming forward with a bond. And that's pretty intentional because, like you said, we try and keep our infrastructure up. And in 2002, we did a master plan, and that master plan identified things that we should consider for improvements to keep our, our system sustainable over a 20-year period. And uh, the other thing that we do is in the 80s and 90s, we had a lot of projects that were built using bonds because when we have large projects, we don't have enough in our capital reserves to, to fund them. So we look for, for bond uh, in the form of loans to, uh, to cover that. And so we have a lot of debt that was accumulated in the 80s and 90s. And as that debt has fallen off, we backfill it with projects. And so we're back to another round of where that debt service is falling off. And in order to keep things sustainable and moving forward, uh, we are looking to put these two projects, which are on the tail end of our 20-year master plan, into play. And so one of them is a new loop in Colchester. We call that our Colchester South Tank Loop. And the other project is our Essex West pump station and transmission main. And both of them probably sound like they're very local projects like this only is for the town of colchester or this is only for essex but the reality is, is we're a regional wholesaler and so we do projects that impact the transmission system as a whole mm -hmm. and so um so we're looking to use our our debt service to address those two projects that we've seen uh really do affect the, our ability to move water throughout the transmission system throughout the district so we have, uh, you have a slide presentation you're going to be giving in communities a couple public meetings, but why don't we go through it here today? Sure, happy to. So, uh, so yeah, so our, our uh, just to give you a sense of who we are and what we do, as you said, uh, Lauren Glenn, we are a regional wholesale supplier. And so what that means is that we uh, produce our water at our plant in South Burlington, and then we distribute it and sell it to 12 water systems within eight towns in uh, in Chittenden County and so that's South Burlington, Shelburne, uh, we have Essex Town and Essex Junction which are two water systems within Essex, the town of Milton, City of Winooski, Village of Jericho and then Colchester is a little bit unique. They The town doesn't actually own any water systems in Colchester but they have uh, fire districts that have formed over the years so there are actually four systems in Colchester that we sell water to. 
And Williston, I think, also. Oh, yes, thank you. That's, yeah. I live in Williston, so yeah. it's a... there you go. I just assumed everybody would think Williston. So... Uh, 75,000 customers. We do. Uh, so when you take a look at that, uh, when you look at that makeup, uh, there's about 75,000 people that utilize our water throughout the county. It's, a, it's, it's not IBM anymore. Global Foundries, are they a customer? They are a customer. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, we produce about uh, 9.5 to 10 million gallons a day. That's what the, the county that the service area that we sell water to uses. And of that, nine and a half to 10 million gallons a day, Global Foundries for their chip making purposes uses about three and a half million gallons a day. So they use about a third of our, our water. So and then just to state the obvious, this all comes from the lake? This does, it comes from the lake, comes from Shelburne Bay. So we draw out of Shelburne Bay for our, for our water source and we treat it at our plant off of uh, Queen City Park Road. And is, I know this is maybe besides the point, but does sucking that much water from the lake have an impact on the lake? How does that work? So it, uh, we, have a, we have a permit and from the state of Vermont and we're, we have a maximum withdrawal amount of uh, 23 million gallons a day. So, uh, and that's, that's uh, taken into account sort of the area of influence of our draw. But to put things into perspective, um, Lake Champlain is about 1.3 trillion gallons wow. in volume, all the way from the south to, uh, to Canada. And then to put Shelburne Bay into perspective, there's 33.3 billion gallons of water in Shelburne Bay alone. So we certainly are taking our share of water out of there, but uh, it is a, it's a very large resource in which we are um, really just kind of dipping our toe into the volume of water that's in in Lake Champlain, but we're very mindful that that is a valuable resource and uh, we take it very seriously in trying to protect that. that. So let's look at some of the details of the bond request. It's a general obligation bond. That is correct, yes. It's a general obligation bond. What we're actually going to, to do with that is, um, so it's a general obligation bond and historically we've used the bond bank as our, uh, as our funding source, but as of late we've actually been able to utilize the Drinking Water State Revolving Fund. And the Drinking Water State Revolving Fund is low interest loans that are even, you know, they're 3%. So they tend to be slightly lower than the bond bank. Uh, obviously, the bond bank will come and go depending upon the market. But they still tend to be a percent or two lower than, than the bond bank. And one of the things that we're actually trying to take advantage of here, there's, we're planning on it being 3% 20-year uh, loan. However, the state revolving fund is offering um, a, some loan forgiveness, possibly in the in the percentage up to 25%. That's not guaranteed. We don't know if we'll, we'll get it, but we're, we're hoping that we do. So we're planning on everything being paid for at, uh, with no forgiveness, 3% 20 years, but we're hoping for something lower. But even if we do um, at the 3% 20 years, like I said, the way that we do things is, is as our debt falls off, uh, we backfill it with new debt to try and keep about a million dollars of, of debt, which keeps us at a, at a uh, a loan payment that we're used to seeing within our um, within our operating budget, and because of that, we don't need to raise the rates because as that debt falls off and we fill it with an equal debt service, we're basically level funding everything. Exactly, and the rates aren't going up and down. Correct. Yes. And how? Um, let's look at the next slide. Um, how? Here we go. Yes. So this is it, and so you know this takes us back in in time here. But what you can see is uh, in two thousand. 16, 17, 18, we started, um, some of our 30-year notes started to fall off. And what we've been doing is we've been taking that 
that excess that we haven't been paying in, uh, in loan payments and putting that into our capital reserves. So for the past few years, as we've been trying to gear up for some projects to get built, uh, we've, uh, we've been taking that and putting it into our capital reserves. But as the, so our rates have stayed flat um, with regard to uh, debt service because we're taking that delta in debt service and putting it into our capital reserve to fund future projects that get identified for smaller needs. But then you can see as the projects get built in 2021, 2022, that debt service, which is primarily the, uh, the purple, comes back into, uh, into, the, into the mix and we're keeping that level funded. The pink that's there is a future project that is, uh, is sort of a, a pipe dream at the moment, but we threw it into our model just to kind of see what would happen to, our, to ours. But you can tell that our goal is to be around a, a million dollars in, in debt service and hold that line. How does the water rate, how do water rates compare from the water district in other parts of the state or other parts of the country? How do you compare your rates? So we compare our rates, uh, we, look at, we look at it locally, although we do also look at it regionally and nationally. We're a wholesaler, so it does get a little right. tough to do apples to apples. So what we tend to do is we try to take a look at what our wholesale rate does to the local water system rates and then how that compares uh, regionally as well as nationally. And we tend to have very low rates in, in Chittenden County. I know that those people that are paying them probably don't feel that way, but um, in general, we tend to be in the three to $500 range in, within Chittenden County for, for use of water. And ours makes up, the wholesale rate makes up about $100 of that. So per year? Per mean? year, yes, right. thank so you. So a household might spend between three and $500 a year. In, in and, water. And $100 of that is the wholesale is what you charge the municipality. Yes, Got that it. is correct. Okay. Yep. And so when you look at when you look at things nationally, the the average these days is more around four fifty to five hundred, mm. and then you're also seeing in the in the six hundred plus range if you look at things regionally and, and nationally. So we've done a very good job of keeping our rates low. There's obviously a little bit of a dance there because if you keep them too low and you don't put money available or aside to do improvements projects you can it's the pay now or pay later philosophy and one of the things i think you'll see when you look at around the region you'll you know people who have made large infrastructure projects because the old model was run to failure when it ran to failure you take a huge loan out and you put that loan into your into your budget and into your rate and so you go from 350 to to 600 650 dollars you know kind of a user rate per year so our goal is to and our systems that we serve are in that same mentality of how do we make sure we keep putting our money into our system so that we do a little bit here, a little bit there, and we don't have to have these large rate shocks with, with large projects. And that's what the goal of these two projects is. So if you've just joined us, we're speaking with Joe Duncan, who's the general manager of Champlain Water District. And the Water District is seeking a general obligation bond of $3.5 million for improvements to its transmission lines and pump stations in Essex and Colchester, which will benefit the whole network. So let's look at the next slide. Sure. So, uh, so as you mentioned, the, the article is for $3.5 million, and it's made up of two projects. One is our Colchester South Tank Loop project, and that has a amount of $900,000, and it's, uh, it is $2.5 million for the Essex project. And like I mentioned earlier, these are regionally significant projects, even though the names sound local. The Colchester South Tank Loop, uh, we call them the Colchester South Tanks. If you've ever been up on Water Tower Hill at exit 16, there's two tanks at the top of the hill. 
Uh, people often refer to them as Water Tower Hill tanks. We call them the Colchester South tanks. And um, what we have is a, a need to, to provide some redundancy to feed those tanks. There's one loop, there's one line that feeds those tanks, and there's one line that comes out of those tanks back into the system. And interestingly enough, those tanks actually serve six of our 12 water systems. It includes Winooski, includes Essex Town, and includes um, Colchester Fire District Number 1, which is St. Mike's Colchester Fire District 3, which is Severance Corners in the, um, in the areas uh, west of, east of that, as well as um, the Exit 16 and Mounds Bay Water Companies that are in the Colchester area. So it's, uh, you wouldn't know it, these two tanks that sit up there in Water Tower Hill actually serve a, a, lot, of, uh, a lot of different systems. So in making sure there's a redundant transmission line in that in the Colchester South loop. Yes. So what happens right now is 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 water comes off of our main and when it and I'll get to it a little bit when we get to some of the figures I'll show you how um, there's only one line in right now. And so if that line fails, you can't get water into those tanks and you can't get water out of those tanks. And so we we like to have two of everything. You'll notice there's two two tanks up there. We ever have to clean one, we can take one off and have the other. Well, we want that also with our water line so that if one of the water lines up to the tank breaks, we have a second line that can, can feed it. And is that the same plan for the Essex West pump station? You are correct. Name? That's the same exact concept. The Essex West pump station, we currently have a pump station called the Essex East pump station. One's on the east side, this one will be on the west side. And so what happens is that pump station pulls water out of Essex Junction and it feeds Essex Town as well as a a different uh, zone within Essex Junction, as well as uh, ultimately feeding Jericho. And so while that pump station specifically benefits them from a moving water into their area, so if we ever have the Essex East pump station down, we'd be able to continue to serve them with the Essex West pump station. There's also a bunch of hydraulics that go on in our system that really provide some significant benefits for having a pump station on our Essex West tank, and I can show you that a little bit as we move forward. So three and a half million dollars doesn't seem like a lot of money for these kinds of projects. It's not. We've been pretty diligent about uh, trying to flush out oh, how best to, to move forward with these projects. The other thing that we do is we tend to try and chip away at, at things through our capital reserves to try and enhance what we can so that when it comes time for the large project to occur, we've taken care of a, a bunch of ancillary stuff that, that would have added you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars more here and there. So uh, we try to be pretty, uh, pretty good about dealing with stuff as we can out of our capital reserve and minimizing our, our debt service. And in the end, uh, three and a half million, depending on who you are, may sound large, may sound small, but when you look at 2.6 for one and nine for another, it, it really is a, it's really not a lot in the grand scheme of things. Although money, depending on where you are, and how you value it. For us, it's very high value for very uh, little amount of debt service. Exactly. All right, next slide please, Kevin. Thank you. So this is very busy, um, but what I wanted to try and point out here is in the bottom left, uh, you'll see a proposed Colchester South Loop uh, line, and there's a little green line that parallels another line. And so what happens is, is right now, you, there's one little line that goes in off of our transmission system up to the Colchester South tank area. Uh, we're looking to put a second line in there to, to deal with that. And like I said, Winooski, Colchester Fire 3, Colchester Fire District Number 1, and uh, Colchester Town, and Mounds Bay Water Company, and Essex all benefit from that. 
But so, what's, the, so the green line is the redundant line, is the new line. That's correct. Got it. In the bottom left, yes. And then sort of in the middle, you'll see a, uh, a real long flat tank and then another green line with a mm -hmm. green circle. Mm -hmm. That's our Essex West pump station mm -hmm. and 12-inch main. And uh, you, what you'll see to the right a little bit is our, an Essex East pump station. I realize this is very small. but So right now there's only one line that goes um, right. between the two. We're looking to put a second one in. And so those are the pieces that benefit uh, the, the Essex uh, town and village as well as Jericho. But one of the things, and this is an interesting concept to kind of get your arms around, is there's a red line there that's called our plant hydraulic grade. And so when we pump out of our plant, you'll see tanks that are below that line in blue. Mm -hmm. So the two tanks on the left are our Colchester South tanks. The big, of, the big ones in the middle are Essex West and Essex East. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Williston, West, and then on the far right, we have South Burlington East, which is uh, the Dorset Street tank out by, um, mm -hmm. up by Dorset Street Park in the golf course. And so when we're pumping from our plant, we're trying to balance all those different levels in the tank. And not all those levels are the same. Some are a little higher, some are a little lower. And the South Burlington tank is higher than, than most of them. The Essex West tank is a 2.2 million gallon tank. Uh, it is 135 feet in diameter and about 24 feet tall. So there's about 100,000, 110,000 gallons per foot of volume in there. So for every, for every foot you go up in the tank, it accounts for 110,000 gallons. The other tanks, as an example, the Colchester South tanks, have about 15,000 gallons per foot in it. So what happens is if, if you're trying, one of the things we like to do with our system is make sure that we're turning over the volume of the tank. We want, every day we want to try and get 25% of the volume of the the tank out, and then at night put 25% of the volume back in. And what that does for us is it mixes the tanks, and it keeps the water fresh. Because if you have water that's sitting there stagnant in the tanks in the summertime, it'll heat up and you'll lose the residual, uh, and you can, you can create water quality issues. In the wintertime, the same thing can happen, but you can also freeze if you don't get that movement of the water. And the Essex West tank is one of our biggest challenges in getting that tank to move because it has 107 thousand gallons per foot on it. So it's very difficult to get it to, to move up and down. And so anytime we're trying to move water around our system or trying to fill different tanks, the Essex West tank is a big problem child for us in trying to get it to, to move. And so putting this pump station in allows us to, to draw the water out whenever we need to on command through the pump station. The other thing we're doing is we're putting some flow control valves in that allow us to add water or take water out quicker or slower from each of the, the Essex East and Essex uh, South tanks. And so what that does, it gives us a ton of operational flexibility to move water from where it's needed within the, uh, within the district system without having to worry about how that affects the, the Essex West tank. So it's pretty complicated, but the reality is it really helps the entire district. It doesn't sound actually very complicated. You're just moving water around from tanks. I mean, I understand yeah. you're yeah. It's, you're an engineer and it's complicated, <laughs> but on the, on the other hand, you, you've got an infrastructure of water that's moving through the county. It's being stored. You have to move it. You got to keep it fresh. Yep. And you need you need different levers to make it happen and different pump stations to get the water circulating. And we're adding some transmission lines in a pump station. You are correct. Okay. Just you nailed it. Okay. See. <laughs> I'm just a regular water consumer, but yeah. even I can understand this. <laughs> so this is it. So you're going to talk a little bit yeah. more about the need. So, you know, so again, back to the now, you know, after talking about it uh, on the on the overall system, 
sort of dialing down to just the just the system itself, the uh, the Colchester South Tank Loop project is going to uh, occur at uh, Exit 16 um, behind Costco in the area. If you've ever been back there on Orion or Hercules uh, mm -hmm. ba uh, by Baker Distributing uh, out back there, and so. What's happened to us over the years is, like I said, if you look at this picture, you'll see one blue line coming up the, the top right. Mm -hmm. And that one line is the one line, it's a, it's a two-way street from that line. So water can go into the tanks from there, it can come out of the tanks. The tanks you kind of see are at the, at the top by, uh, by the green line, which is uh, the Water Tower Hill area. And then the green line heading south is a, is a one-way street into Winooski. So although that may look like a second feed, the reality is it's, that's a one-way line going out into Winooski. And so what our goal is, is to put a connecting line in from Camp Johnson over to the end of uh, Orion by Baker, and that will create a loop. And that loop will move water through there. It'll allow us to, to, if we ever have a break in that line going through the north, we can run everything through uh, the Costco area to fill the tank. The other thing that's happening too is the Orion Drive area gets stagnant. It, it's a dead end. And Hercules on the other side by, uh, by J&B Trucking, they're both dead ends. And because they're dead ends, you have stagnant water and you have water sitting there. And the lines that happen to be out there are, are 19, 1960s AC pipe that have a vinyl lining in them. Mm. Not really what you want to hear or what you would choose, but back then that's how things were done. And that vinyl lining actually is, is made of, uh, of tetrachloroethylene. And so if the water sits in it long enough, it'll start to pull the vinyl lining apart. And so we've been getting some low level hits of, of uh, tetrachloroethylene out there. So this loop will move that water and keep the, the lining from, from leaching because the water is moving too fast for it to, uh, to, to move into a stagnant water. Are, so. are new pipes made in that same way? No. No, the, the new pipes that you use today are either ductile iron with a cement lining or their, uh, their PVC or their, uh, their high-density polyethylene. So the AC, st the AC stopped being used in the, in the 60s, a little bit in the 70s, and then was gone by the 80s. So let's look quickly at the Essex project, the Essex pump station and transmission line. Next slide, I think. Yes, you can, you can skip a bunch of these here. So, so the Essex project... Uh, oh, go back one if you don't mind. Thank you. The, uh, the Essex project uh, out at uh, exit uh, on, on Route 15 mm -hmm. out by the outlet mall. Mm -hmm. So the outlet mall can be seen on the, on the middle right. Uh, heading back down from the outlet mall into, uh, into Essex Junction, we have a tank that's off in the, in the woods. Um, we call that the Essex West Tank. So the goal here is to tie into the line that would fill that tank, put a new pump station on it, down by the, by the uh, Route 15 area, and then run a line up Route 15 and tie into where the Essex Town system ends at Lang Farm. So that's about a uh, 2,000 feet of 12-inch of line. Put a new pump station in there, and then we're also, once we have that new Essex West pump station in, we can actually go back and do some improvements to the Essex East pump station we've been wanting to do for a long time but can't because we don't are, have, don't have the redundancy. So we're going to do some of that as part of this uh, $2.6 million as well. So the, the Colchester project is a $900,000 project and the Essex project is $2.6 million? Yes. And it adds up to 3.5. That is correct. Exactly. So next slide, this is the 
Okay, as you said, the revolving fund for the water, the water state revolving fund will be used and the construction is scheduled for? 2021. So both of these projects, we're hoping to, to finish the design uh, this season. After the bond is passed, uh, we have some, some permits to, to get through and that would set us up to put this out to bid and construct it in 2021 and have it online by the end of, of 2021. All right, so to recap, Champlain Water District, general obligation bond, 3.5 million. Yes. And you're asking for all the member towns, which are basically all the towns, most of the towns in Chittenden County, except for Burlington and a tiny part of Colchester. Yes. Okay. So, but to be clear, the way that we're set up, we are chartered that uh, we have eight communities that are within our charter. And those communities are South Burlington, Shelburne, Williston, Essex, which includes both the town and the junction. Milton, Winooski, Village of Jericho, and Colchester. So wherever you live, wherever you live in any of those communities, you can vote whether you're on the water system or not. Got it. And so uh, that will be during town meeting. It'll be on. Uh, it'll be on all the local ballots except for the Village of Jericho. will have a separate ballot for us. And then also too, if anybody wants to uh, come in and, and meet with us, we do have two hearings coming up, uh, February twentieth. Uh, which is this Thursday at 7 o'clock. It'll be at our facility at uh, Champlain Water District's plant, Peter Jacob plant at 403 Queen City Park Road. And then the following Thursday, which is the, the 27th, we'll be out at Lincoln Hall on Essex Junction at 7 o'clock and uh, walking through this presentation. Joe Duncan, thank you very much. Thank you, Lauren Glenn. Joe is the general manager of the Champlain Water District, and uh, thanks to him and his team, most of our county has beautiful clean water to drink that so many of us take for granted until something happens. Yes. So what you want to do is keep things working so nothing happens. Our goal is to reinvest so we don't run into those problems. Very good. And Thanks. so this, just as a final note, this does not anticipate a rate increase from to your customers, which are the municipalities. Yes, that's correct. And so because we don't anticipate a rate increase to our municipalities, the municipalities don't have any rate increases to pass along to the to the users in each of those communities. All right, very good. Thank you so much, Joe. And thank you. Thanks for watching and stay tuned here to continuing coverage of Town Meeting 2020. Thanks for watching.